The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. I'd still be good. He'd still be good. And if he gave me half, I'd be okay. I'd probably... If he gave me half, I would maybe be on equal footing with him. I think I should take his dick. Dicks for charity. I think he should give up his dick. He's white. He's entitled. It's white That's privilege. That's true. He's white. Let's just be completely honest with this. It's white privilege, and I'm Mexican, and I want not equality when it comes to penis. Equity. I want more equity when it comes to having a dick. I think everyone should have the same dick all across the board. If that, if that means someone helping me, you know, some Dr. Moreau motherfucker out there wants to surgically Dr. take you know, Steve's, like, uh, Frankenstein his dick to your dick. Yeah, take his Leviathan and connect it to my snail, <laughs> and I think we might have the perfect monster. <laughs> That's so gross. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous! Let's go get up! Let's go get up! Light them up! Fucking haters! No, 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 no. Cave of Wonders. It's been a while. A little bit. Everyone's on schedule. Everyone's schedule, I should say. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm <laughs> five seconds in. <laughs> and I already regret doing the show. <laughs> now, everyone's schedule has been crazy. Yeah. So there's been no way we can get into the studio. We attempted to do a show. Um, I don't know, about a month ago without mm-hmm. Thomas, and it was a disaster, and it will never air. It was a just a train wreck of a show. It was derailed. Even Tony was playing the part of producer, trying to <laughs> get the show. He was trying to fix the show so hard, and the host we had in I, apparently has never listened to one of these shows ever and decided to just talk over every topic. Be super angry and overly aggressive about every topic, telling people that haven't been vaccinated that they should probably be killed. Okay. I, I mean, I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. If anyone's going to kill anyone or threaten anyone's life, it's going to be me. Right. You've earned that. Yes. And, and get your foot off the camera, Thomas. It's not on the camera. It's, you're bumping the, it's Jimmy rigged over there. So you're shaking the camera. Because I touched the table. Yeah, oh my it's, God. it's listen. It's a Mexican hookup. <laughs> Look at this. Like the like the first day we come okay. back. The first day we come Just back. Duct already. tape and prayers that hold this fucking yes. place. Together. I, I Liberace it out. How I do it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So yes, it's been a while. It's I want to say it's been almost two months since we recorded a show. People I may so, yeah. people may say, well, you did have a show come out four weeks ago, but I held on to that last show. 
Oh, you did? Thinking really? that we might not come back for whatever reason. So I didn't release it for almost a month. So we actually have not sat in studio to record a, an official show together. Two months, in, yeah. In just over two months. You know, but it, we could pretend it's only been a week. Hey, guys, I saw you last week. How was your week? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, that, no? that feels weird, though. And no, we can do it. Okay. We can pretend it's just been a week. We've I mean, all just had like a massive brain aneurysm and forgot. Well, time is a construct after all. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. That's it's late. No, for that no, the measurement of time is something we little humans created to measure the passing of events. It's not real. So we could say we were here last week. Have you been reading your philosophy books again? Because I saw your Instagram post about like human mimetic desire and shit. I'm oh, like, that's a Mike's thing. Mike's been reading. That's all like, I do. Immediately. That's just nonstop. Thought. I'd rather read than watch the news. Oh, yeah. That's like saying I'd rather work out, be healthy, and have lots of sex than eat potato chips out of the bottom of a dumpster. That's also philosophy. <laughs> Called hot Sex, hot sex, non-jumpster eating philosophy. <laughs> it's, a, it's the sixth branch of philosophy. You gonna become a professor in that? Yeah. Oh, the sex one? No, come on. I'm. I'm oh, right. I'm a virgin. Sorry. <laughs> Talking about the blind leading the blind. Uh, well, you'd be in college. Well, no, that's a bad idea. Well, I could also do the philosophy of you know abstinence. Mm. You know, listen. If you find it hard to refrain from having sex, then what you should do is grab a bag of Doritos and eat until you pop. And then no one would want to have sex with you. <laughs> so that's how you remain abstinent. Okay. Well, I think the church could use that. They could. Because their work's not, their abstinent program isn't working. Yeah. In fact, you know, they need to abstain from having sex with children. Oh, okay. In fact, what they should probably do is just place a little kid in front of like pastor, you know, whatever, perv number two. And, 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 and zap them. Yeah, pastor number perv number two. <laughs> just zap them. Inflict pain whenever he... Looks at a small boy. I feel like society... Clockwork would... orange? Yes. <laughs> Enough with putting people in prison. Like, let's not put people in prison because... What are we doing, Prison really? used to be about rehabbing people so they can make their way back into society. That's Still what prison... in other countries. Yeah, but not here. Not here. This is the only country that matters, Thomas. Oh, sorry. You're get right. With, get with the times. <laughs> And don't you dare bring that COVID shot next to me. Take none of that. Understood. But. Uh, so we used to rehabilitate. <laughs> now we just use it as some sort of like inspiration yeah. for traumatic events to make a Netflix show. Right. <laughs> exactly. We don't, we don't believe in rehabbing people. No. So <clears throat> if we're not going to truly rehab people through the prison system, because it doesn't work that way anymore, then what we should do is just zap people. Like put, put whatever their crime is in front of them. And inflict pain so that whenever they come around that idea or item of interest, whatever it may be, let's say you touch kids. Well, guess what? Inflict that pain every time. And that's what I would do. I think Negative that would, reinforcement. I think it would work. And I don't think many people, it's either that or the death penalty. Because if you're touching kids, you're going to die in my, in my America. <laughs> and in the real one. Well, we don't put them on death row. No, but they go to prison where everyone else kind of takes care of the problem. Where eventually they'll go to death row. Everyone else just kind of takes care of it. Like a, It's like a collective societal yeah. See, decision. You know what? If I could go back, I'd do it all differently. I would probably get involved with politics. If I knew how this world was going to be 20 years ago, Oof. 
I probably w- would have gone into political studies. See, I went into political studies. Did you? I was a political science major first. Really? Yes. I cannot see that. Because I, I liked history and I thought about law potentially and political science. Because Yeah, but you like Game of Thrones history, not real history. It's far more interesting. Yeah. But here's the thing. I did it for about a year and a half. Wow. And I was so fucking miserable and depressed that I wanted to kill myself, essentially. Like, not quite really, but, like, it was bad, dude. Well, this is the suicide show, so and this This was circa right 2009. <laughs> 2009, 2010. Yeah. When I first went to college. So that's, compare the world then to now. And I was depressed from what I learned then. Yeah. Like, shit, dude. But see, it's too late though to for my someone of my age to really get involved politically. It would take like know. locally. I could probably do here. Hold on, my mic's cutting out. Hello, hello. I'm having major issues. Give me a second. Hello. Check one two. Check one two. I'm hope I'm hoping I'm coming through on the recording because my mic is cut is uh, kind of rattling, isn't it? It, I can tell something's going on, but it doesn't sound like you're dropping out. Time to buy more equipment. Check, now. check. Yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Yeah. So if I had more time in my life or I can use Tony's retarded time machine, if that was a thing, <laughs> I would definitely go back and get into politics because I'm not equipped intellectually to move into politics, in my opinion. Sure, I have, I have opinions, but do I truly understand the landscape and how to play politics and you're too angry now i think yeah so i, I don't think i i well, could you, i could do if it you, if you got into my time machine i think that mentally now you'd be sort of prepared mm-hmm. in a sort of way by going back because now you know what to expect possibly yeah i could use that or we can just go right back to my no time agenda which is i'm, I'm gonna push that that's gonna in fact if i were to run for politics that would be my entire platform no time agenda well because time is a construct oh, so i don't believe in it and right. i just want to get rid of it and that's what i would do rather than you know in veep the the guy that was running i believe for governor in that tv show he ran his only platform was he was going to get a, he was going to get rid of daylight savings it was just stupid enough to get him elected because everyone hates daylight savings. <laughs> so I'm just going to get rid of time completely. Time doesn't matter. So listen, are you 41 or are you 27? I, I don't know. And it doesn't matter because time doesn't matter. So 42, 21, 23, 90. In fact, change the, the, the year 365 days because why? The sun revolves around this. The earth revolves around the sun. I want the earth to revolve around the sun 365 days plus a quarter. And that will be a year. Like you could do, you could do anything. So would you just never be late anymore? Cause late would no longer exist. I feel like that would cause more harm than good. What? Come on. If we had no time, listen, we will have times, times <laughs> where we meet for okay. work. Like we will meet at high noon. But if there is no time, how do I know when that is? High noon. So you're going like caveman reckoning. High noon. Or farmer, like dawn, high noon, yep. dusk, that's it. Yeah, we're going to have sex at dusk tonight, honey. <laughs> What's sex time? What's that? I don't know what that word is. Time? When the sun goes beyond the horizon, you go into, whoa. <laughs> that's how you measure time. Breakfast is at dawn. Sex, sex is at, at dusk. dusk. 
Jeez. Sleep when it's dark. Eat food out of the fridge naked, whatever, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Afterward. That's the way to go. That's the way to do it. They would all live happier. I want to break. Know, I think so. I want to break free of the shackles of measured time. Okay. Well. But Kronos. I think if Tony, uh, you know, with enough hallucinogenics and a hammer, you know, maybe you can, maybe you can get there. Honestly, I think the three of us together could unlock the mysteries of, of time of the universe and relativity. I think, we, I think if we think really hard, <laughs> we just going to get high in the room and just stare at the ceiling. Yeah. Let's just all hit this vape pen for a few minutes and we'll get there. I want to shave my head wear white robes and meditate. Gee, okay, well, how long have I been gone? What is time? What happened since I was last here? Your presence broke him. Your presence just I wasn't broke here. Yeah, I know. Thomas, you were here yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I would change my appearance too. I'd be I wish I could be like more ageless, you know, cuz that's what happens when you're wise according to, you know, fiction science fiction yeah yeah become ageless maybe even genderless i mean i'm not having sex anyway so like, just, like a dr manhattan kind of thing but without the massive dong yeah because i wouldn't need it it would just right. be something that i could like hit people with i can hit people with it you know that might go for punishment anyone that tries to reiterate the time in for you know the time construct i yeah. just i'd use the big blue penis just to hit him okay over the head Jeez. or we go back to the pain and, you know, making sure people don't break laws through pain. I could just use that as a reminder not to reinforce the construct of time. Just so every time someone, like, inflict, talks about or brings up a clock, right on the shock chin. them in the balls. Just, no, no, I'll take my dick, my, dick, my big giant blue dick, and hit him in the chin with it. So, okay. You know, it hurts. <laughs> Are we high already? Like, I don't know. Do we start? I'm not so. aware. I want to be so. a non-binary time guide. A timeless guide. Who the guide. hell does it? <laughs> Or like you watch a, too much Loki. That's what happened. Non-binary agent of timelessness. I mean, that that's a good title. If I were to create a government, you guys could join that. This is how, like, songs in the 70s were written. Probably. People just got high and talked about, like, ageless time deities. And then you got in, in the garden. Some of the best bands ever. Gata Gavita. <laughs> like. Enter frame left, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or don't listen. It's It's just stupid. No time. That's all, all right. I'm saying. And then I'll move on. All right. There's just so many questions about the universe. And here we are in our little minds and our tiny, insignificant part of the cosmos fighting over skin color. I know, dude. We're dumb. I mean, how fucking dopey is that? Because when you start really reading things and really getting into how our lives actually work and the existence of of humanity you're learning things yes yeah, suddenly you go turn on the news and you're like really is this what Children we're bickering. fucking fighting about critical race theory i don't want to take a shot and this color of my skin you don't like yeah Dude, those are the problems of today never mind the answers of the cosmos and what really matters where we started our existence nah skin color bro Dude, there was, so I heard this quote, admittedly it was from a trailer for a video game, but it was based, it's a Cthulhu video game. And the quote from the character in the trailer was that we, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially like we prance about with our five senses thinking we understand the limitless nature of the cosmos. And I was like, you know, that's actually a really interesting concept. We, we only have so much in with which we can interact with the world. And when you get into 
you know, your cosmic horror or your philosophy and shit like that, it gets all kinds of fucked. But I think that's honestly why we don't have aliens visiting us because they probably get our thousands of signals going out and watch our mainstream news and think they're a bunch of idiot children. Why would we visit them? Yeah, why? Why? Who who would watch children throwing shit, crying in chaos at a nursery home from a window and say, yeah, I want to work there? Because aliens who show up here, it's simply going to be work for them. It's so funny. Whether they're here to invade and enslave us or they're here to be some sort of salvation. They don't want that trouble. They have, all they see is fucking work. They don't want to, yeah, they don't want to enslave us. They just want to stay away from us. It's so funny that you say the aliens because I literally wrote this on a Facebook post today because there was an article that popped up on numerous feeds about a killer whale that committed suicide by ramming yeah. his head against the tank. And, dude, that really did affect me. Like, it bothered me. Dude, that, I, and when I you read, told me about that, I was reading it, and I physically feel sick. He For two years, he was in a, a, an aquarium that was hit the size of him, just body size, while they were renovating. And there's been other problems over the last decade with his whole mental and health deteriorating because of being in captivity. And I wrote this on on Facebook. I'm just going to read it. It's time we stop thinking we have the right to hold life captive for our amusement. Western society has always seemed to think they are of superior intelligence and through that fallacy of reason have chosen to claim ownership over creatures they have no right to own nor cage. These are beings that share our world with us. And then I wrote, and you wonder why aliens don't reveal themselves to us. Why would they? Look what we do to our own yeah. Neighbors. We need to quit looking at them as animals and looking at them as what they really are, which is neighbors. Yeah. Because that is disgusting. When I read this article, what they have done to this animal, it's awful. So, yeah. But that's why I go back to what I said at the beginning of the show. Not about time, but just about the little things of life and how we as a, as a culture, we are so small. We are so tiny minded that we don't actually focus on real problems, real issues. And I wish we'd focus on things that push that actually push humanity to new heights. But instead we're fighting over abortion rights and fighting over what asshole political party is going to have power in DC next for all of a couple of years for the other group to fight about it again. And and you know what really flipped the switch for me? It was, I want to say three weeks ago during this whole Afghanistan thing, when at first everybody was attacking Biden for the way he pulled out. Not not that he pulled out of Afghanistan. Most people in this country agree that we probably shouldn't be there. Okay, so that wasn't the problem. The issue was how he chose to pull out. It felt like there was just no plan. There were so many lies on top of lies of why he did something when you can go back a month prior and see and hear him say the complete opposite. So... It comes down to a few things. Either A, the people who are giving him advice should be fired, or B, he's a senile asshole. Or, or both. You know, let's, say the, let's say there's a third option. He just is a complete and utter nincompoop. He has no idea how to run a country. But my point is, is that I was so happy that every news organization for a week was finally on the same fucking page. They're like, this is a, a travesty, what's happening, what's happening in Afghanistan. This is a travesty how we're doing this. This is awful. Do they have any idea what's going to happen to these people here, let alone the Americans? And it made me happy that we weren't just 
upset about American lives because I hate the, the imaginary borders that decide whether or not we should care about human life. It, it wasn't about just the American lives. It was about the people of Afghanistan and, and what would happen to their freedoms. Everybody was upset. And then about a week into it, it was like the Democrats decided that they needed to stop because they saw at the end of this that the end of this story is Republicans gaining power because of Biden's dumb decisions. And it, it really hurt my soul. Yeah. When I watched this news interview with a guy who's a politician, I forgot his name. Otherwise I would definitely tell everyone. And he said, listen, what happened in Afghanistan was bad, but I feel like we need to quit talking about it. I feel like we need to quit talking about it because, because we need to start thinking about the shifting of power and what a decision like this is going to cause and how, no joke, and I quote, the amount of power we're going to lose at the next election. <sighs> so that is what's pro- that's the problem that's with news. And, care all, and the anchors agreed, oh, you're right, that's a good point. If I was a journalist, and if that Fuck journalist, you if you're a journalist, if that journalist was worth anything, he should have said, "I understand your point, and definitely myself as a Democrat." Which, side note, you shouldn't even be a journalist saying you're a Democrat, a Republican, you're a fucking journalist, a libertarian. Hmm. But let's say you're going to do that. Like, all right, you know what? I understand that, and we definitely don't want to lose this election. However, it is important that we get this news out here because what he did is awful. And what's going on in Afghanistan is awful. And that just, I always knew hypocrisy and like, this isn't new, but just no. to hear it. on, bl- M- on They don't even hide it anymore. Don't even hide it. That's the problem. So blatantly out in the open on MSNBC during that newscast, I was completely in shock that it was just blatant hypocrisy. Let's sweep this under the rug for now so that we don't. So that we don't and then in lose four years, we'll find a way to make it someone else's fault. That's why I said, I wish if, if this is 20 years ago and I knew what American life would be like and what our culture would turn into 20 years ago, I would get into politics because I would be the objective thought. I would be like enough with fucking parties. I would do my damnedest to destroy all political parties. You'd be taken out. There are no political parties. Like we now live in a society based on fucking logic, empathy, and kindness. Those would be my three rules. You know what's sad? You wouldn't have made it to the debates the way. First of all, you'd be assassinated or something. That's how I'd run this country. It's no longer about political parties because people have become tribalists to where they they will do things even if they don't necessarily agree with it because they agree with A, B, and C. But I don't agree with E, F, and G. But because this political party does does believe in E, F, and G, I'm not going to ever agree with anything they say because my party, my tribe, has told me this is how I need to think. Even if I don't necessarily agree with it, this is my tribe. The sad thing is, dude, what you've described as your utopia is Star Trek. (laughs) So stupid. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Science fiction, a hope and a glimpse for a brighter future is now literally just a fantasy that we can only hope for in this whatever you believe in as an afterlife. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Do you get I what like, I'm that's say- how depressing it gets. Do you get what I'm saying though? Absolutely, like I get what we you're have saying. we have reverted to tribalism. 100%. That's what we are. Like even if you don't agree with something your party's doing, you're going to back up your king. We discourage because this is thought. my Yeah. 
we discourage thought, we discourage debate and conversation and finding like ground and trying to incorporate each other's ideas and cultures and perspectives. Yep. And all we've done is pick up weapons, draw lines in the sand and fought to the death. You said this it right. Is- you said it right, Mike. You've uh, you've disregarded common sense for a tribal mentality. Yeah. I would even use normally if this was last year, Tony, I would probably use the word common sense. But common sense also creates a, a conundrum because who's to say this person who is of a tribe, let's say of tribe A, okay, let's say member in tribe A has common sense based on what's taught to him from tribe A. What he needs to do is forget common sense and use critical thought. Because, we don't teach because that. his level of common sense may not actually be worth anything because it's based on what his tribe has taught. So if in his tribe, common sense is you um, must trip over this rock every day at noon because common sense tells you to, then that's what he's going to do. Because common sense has been, that version of common sense has been browbeaten into him since birth. That's why we need to break the chains of common sense when it's connected to tribalistic behavior or mentality and use critical thought. And that's why I say if you live by kindness, empathy, logic, you would actually get through a lot more things in your life and see things totally differently if you try your hardest to live by those three principles. I mean, we don't need more tribes. What we need is we need progress as humans, and that's what we've hit. Over the last 20 years, we, uh, we as humans, we're at a standstill in the ways of progress. History is littered with, with people that have helped us open our minds and see things differently. History. Now, I'm going to go ahead and grab on to time for a second. Okay. So history, cause I could say present, but then that would derail my thought. So I'm going to, for the moment, I'm going to believe in the construct of time. Okay. Forgive my, my mm-hmm. hypocrisy. Okay. But history is filled with, with people who had open minds. They were the great thinkers. They're the ones responsible for pushing us forward. Mm-hmm. Progress. Who are our great minds today? Elon Musk, maybe. Exactly. We don't have many. And the ones we do have. Simon Sinek. The ones that we do have, we mock and berate. Yeah. We mock Elon Musk. We mock Gates. And we think that he's injecting us with nanobytes. Wait, nanotechnology? Nanotech. What are nanobytes? Is that um, storage? Storage. That's storage (laughs) space. (laughs) Uh, Nanobots, nanotechnology. Talking, we respect it only because he was handicapped. Like, I guarantee you if he was a normal dude. And st- they would have ignored him. They would have ignored him. But it, it wasn't kosher. Neil deGrasse Tyson, maybe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, but he's more of a pop culture icon these days. Yeah, I don't Bill know. Bill Nye, the fucking science guy? Well, hold on. Those guys are intelligent, but are they great minds? Are what they- I'm saying is I don't think we have above that. Like, for example. At the- least not in the cultural zeitgeist, in the, in the conversation. Yeah. No, we don't. Even the people that may be controversial because they make money which I think is ridiculous, like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and who's that other asshole? Uh, Branson, the guy Charles that Branson. Virgin, Virgin Galactic. Branson, yeah. And we had the three of them in a space race, which I thought was fucking amazing. I thought that was awesome. Look at what it's going to do for humanity, what they're trying to do. Never quit looking at it, you know, through the eyes of jaded, you know, a jaded lens. 
oh, these guys make too much money. Let's hate on them. But they're the ones pushing technology forward in a way that actually will help mankind. But instead, let's, let's say fuck them and let's get mad at them because they're billionaires and they made it when you did it. Plus, the thing is, I think that too many people don't feel like any of it's coming back to help us. But it is. I would say Elon How Musk, do you think I feel, like, is. Okay, yeah, for sure. And you don't think but Gates Bezos, is? Gates, I would say. Bezos, Bezos so revolutionized much. digital delivery systems. But I don't feel like that is a personally worthwhile endeavor compared to the other things. You don't? I don't give a shit. If packages get here quicker and because quality of shit has gone downhill. Remember when Amazon, you used to be able to get good shit and now it's like they're pushed basics garbage and they're like, oh, fuck it, throw it away. We'll send you another one for free. They don't even care. It's becoming the Walmart <laughs> of the Internet. Cheap and effective, but made of shit. I, I like it. Like I said, Bezos is controversial, so I'm not going to stand by him yeah. as a, as a, as a two, loyal though. tribesman by any means. But I, I'm not going to deny. I understand Bezos your point, though. Yes. And now that he's getting involved with the, with the space program as well, I mean, these are the things that we should be doing. We, we should be. We shouldn't be so focused on the on the the mundane. And, and listen, I'm not trying to insult people who are going through times. You know, there are people who are trans who are going through serious issues. You know, there are people. Uh, I'm not everyone's like, going through serious. issues. I know. But I'm saying that they these are people who are in the historical context have been oppressed. Yeah. So I understand that these are things that need to be addressed, but they don't need to be the only focus of this country. I feel like it is our primary focus. Yeah. You know, there's a funny uh, phrase. It was somebody was talking about, it was a critic that I like talking about how this sequel to a game, a, a comedy game has had like no humor into it. And they all deal with things in a very serious and sympathetic manner now, where it used to be in the first game, they'd make fun of and have a good time. He's like, you know what? I used to miss, I like silly gags. We haven't had enough of those since September 10th, 2001, when society officially <laughs> peaked. Yeah. And I laughed about it's that so pretty fucking, fucking hard. But then I really thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I honestly think it's gone downhill in many respects since then. There, some things have gotten better. Some things have definitively changed for the better yes but like since 9 11 whole since 9 11 outlook on society from human society standpoint not a culture situation based in one country not legality of marriages human society and what we were like achieving and hoping for and what the future looked like to us peaked september 10th 2001 20 years ago yeah and that's, now, that's when i peaked too <laughs> is that a coincidence it may be you are an ageless time lord that's that's true so you know what i didn't peak i i might have peaked yesterday it could have been 20 years uh, 20 ago. of your you earth know. years because mm-hmm. i am not of this earth any longer as Maybe. you know i'm shaving my head next week and learning to float <laughs> learning to fl- have you thought about though like the rise because gender dysphoria is on the rise and also autism as well have you thought perhaps maybe we're fighting an uphill battle like what if that's the next stage of evolution what if gender Hmm. dysphoria is the actual next stage of human evolution as well as autism so i think when it comes well two two part answer when it comes to autism i think it is a far more today understood and 
better diagnosed and treated thing than it was 5, 10, 15, 20, 40 years ago. Or even longer. Or even longer. Since the dawn of time. Yeah, there's proof that's been around for a very, very long, long time. I, I think that is not so much a change as it is a understanding of something that's been a problem. That the person who was quiet or weird or a little off or had Don't a harder even. time communicating actually had legitimate issues that we just said, oh, they're just weird, fuck them kind of attitude. Right. Yeah, that's um, true. Because there's people in my personal life that I, I believe and I know suffer from some of that stuff. And it's been interesting to watch some of the research over the years. But you think we're just starting to understand. Correct. Yeah. When it comes to the gender thing, that's an interesting question. And you're very well could be onto something that perhaps that is. I mean, what is it? Star Trek Next Generation had men in skirts and no one batted an eye in the 90s. That's the, yeah, that's more gender fluid, though. But but, but it's along the same realm of discussion i would say if you read a lot of science fiction stuff like asimov stuff like that a lot of times there's this idea of the future that you get to a point where you are genderless you are the wise one you know it doesn't matter anymore yeah and it does it i don't i i think it does for us right now i do think it could potentially be something that doesn't matter i'm for it i'm ready for genderless parties i think there's importance and understanding and acknowledging the importance of both femininity and masculinity and our society is trying to understand that now what about non-binary the same thing well is that a word even even if you are (laughs) you don't ascribe to one or the other i think there's a lot of aspects of both that still play a part in society yeah and we are trying we're at a point where we're first discovering and this is the first shaky steps at that and that's why it's so full of conflict and misunderstanding and anger and rage and pain because we it, we don't understand it yet as a society we're trying we're slowly figuring things out but i think ultimately it'll be something that works itself out as generations and time and social perceptions slowly change you know look who's coming to dinner was oh my god in the 60s oh look at you knowing things yeah now that's not even a thing and even to talk about that would be like dude what the fuck's wrong with you yeah but i think we will, and we're having movies and TV shows now. We're like, oh my god, the movie's about someone who's trans and how shocking it is to their family. I'm like, 30, 40 years from now, that will be like, this is kind of fucked up. Right now, it's looked at as progressive. In the future, we'll look at it as backwards or backwards because we'll be beyond that point. So I think it's something that society naturally will figure out. And in a way, that's what bothers me about it being so prevalent in the news because we have real we have other issues that we need that are more pressing for human life on this planet to kind of have nah. a discussion about skin color bro whereas these other things will inevitably because they always have eventually reach a new cultural norm and it won't be an issue anymore yeah hopefully we'll see or so. we'll all become gender Fluid, you just you, you it'll become, become like future people and you can just swap out parts as you want oh see that would be great that'd be pretty fucking that'd be sweet. great for someone like you because that'd be pretty fucking sweet. yeah you're like today i have no dick and you don't have, and you don't have to talk. <laughs> i got a lot of work to done get done today i'm gonna take my dick off i'm just gonna charge it that way i'm not distracted by boners hey honey are you gonna want to have sex tonight because i'm gonna go to charge my cock <laughs> exactly 
Here, I'm too busy. Here, here you could take the cock and do whatever you no. want with it. Maybe yeah. she's feeling frisky and yeah. she wants to be the man that night. You Wait, know, Tony's too busy. What man says I'm too busy to have sex? He's like, honey, I'm too busy to have sex tonight. Go to take this dick and have fun. That's actually called a dildo. I mean, that's been around for. We don't need the future. Yeah, but now to, it screws on. Yeah, to you. That is battery so, power. So weird. See, now that's a science fiction. That should be like in the Matrix. You know, five. Well, give it a, give it time. Yeah. We'll Instead see. of plugging into the matrix at the back of their head, they have to plug it you into plug your bit. genitals into yeah. the matrix. <laughs> That's my and then matrix. you can swap colors and varieties and whatever you want that yeah. day. Just change it the next day. That'd be legit. See, <laughs> see, to me, that's not great. I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting a, a penis extension. You know, yeah. hey, listen, technology. See, Elon Musk, why don't you invent that? Enough with space and give me a bigger piece. Stop with your electric cars. Make me a transferable interchangeable dick collection obviously elon <laughs> musk has a big dick because you would think that if you're the smartest man on the planet the first thing you would get to work on is how i can unlock the mysteries of getting a bigger penis like that would be or every ha- but, man's dream but, right but no he has men are never happy enough that mike has he he's, though he's smart enough seen the women he dates he's every smart week? hold on i'm going somewhere <laughs> He's smart enough to realize it doesn't matter and he doesn't need it because he's transcended that. Hmm. But as a result of knowing that, he also understands that his he biologically has base urges that he can now exploit human nature to get what he wants. Like being the, like if you, if dating was a literal game and you could and you knew how to cheat, yeah, you get a perfect score because the game itself is now just numbers. So Ryan gets a perfect score all the time. Ryan fails. <laughs> Ryan's quarter got eaten by the machine. Oh, I thought he cheats on the dating apps, doesn't he? Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the other day, a friend of mine asked me like about the dating apps. Like, hey, are you on there? Yeah. And I just started laughing. I'm like, no. I, I, I thought about it really long and hard during the summertime. Like, maybe it's time for me to have some fun. You know, get mm-hmm. back out there. You dust know. off the rechargeable dick. Yeah, dust off the dick. <laughs> has cobwebs underneath my ball sack. God. <laughs> so gross. Every show, I got to say something that just Dude, ruins the legitimacy the of the, the previous we 20 minutes like of the long, show. We in depth conversation. Now you're talking about ball cobweb balls. Get them out there. Get one of those little feather dusters that just, I don't want to chance it with a vacuum, you know? Oh, no, that's, that's, you might, yeah, it might suck up your balls. That could hurt. Or pinch something. Uh, but I use one of those uh, Swiffers. Yeah. You just swift around. Okay. Now get the cobwebs. Is it a out. wet mop? <laughs> but yeah. hold on, my kid. Microphone is <laughs> cutting out. Hello, hello. It's, it sounds good right now for what we're hearing. Okay. So what was I saying? You uh, bally cobwebs or cobweb balls. And your friend was asking you about dating. You were thinking, you know, it may be check, time to check, consider check, it. check, check. That's a little better. Yeah. Oh, what was I? T- oh, my God. Well, that just fucked it up. Check. Hello. 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 Okay. So what was I saying? <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening tonight. I think this mic is dying or my XLR cord's dying. Something's happening. Um, Hopefully um, the audio sounds good. Because then we just wasted our entire on essentially a a supermarket shelf mm-hmm. where I am there so that people can decide whether they are going to like me or they're not. They're going to flip me over, look at my calorie. Undercarriage. I, I just don't want to be shopped. Isn't there something demeaning a bit about that, that you're putting yourself on a an aisle where people can decide whether, judge you and decide whether or not that you are good enough 
to go out on a date. I feel like that's insulting. So, I mean, yes, in some respects it is. It has turned... You're judging people solely by their appearance. Yes, you have taken... What happened was people who were And I will lose every time. You know, uh, appearance versus... Appearance? Personality. (laughs) I will lose every time. Yeah, personality. I lost that too. It... (laughs) It took the human element out of dating between you may not be that attractive, but you're funny or you got a great personality or you are attractive just enough. But, you know, does this person like you for various different reasons? It took the human element out of it. And now it's literally binary ones and zeros. Yes. and No. Yes. I'd fuck you. No, I wouldn't. The sheer swipe tells you Ultimately, what you would use to spend either hours or weeks or, in some sad cases, months. It seems demeaning. To determine. It is, it is demeaning. It's demeaning, and I feel like a, I don't want to put down the millions and millions of people on dating apps. If it works for them, then that's, that's good. I'm glad it does. But for me, I feel, like it, I feel like it's very demeaning to put myself on an app where you can judge whether or not I have any value. Yeah, it kind of is. It depends on what you're looking for, I would say, and I think that's the biggest difference. If you're looking for a rail and bale, as Ryan uh, is is frequenting, but they're still choosing whether or not there's value, which is even worse. Are you valuable in the ways of sex? I'd rather be ugly, but at least I'm valuable in sex. I think most men would. Ugliness or great at having relations with ladies. But here's the thing: if you'd probably rather be. Would you rather not be ugly? You're thinking or you like a man. Ugly? You know, go to the other side of your sexuality. Start it. Start the question over. <laughs> you. It depends on how much you value your own self worth, and I think I, that's what yeah. it comes down well, I, to. I, you know what? I actually value myself. If you want to look for a meaningful relationship where you connect with somebody and you're a fan, then of I should go with eHarmony. The old fashioned ways. You go out there and try and meet people. If you want to get your dick wet yeah. or or your you know. Pussy plowed or various oh, wow. other various other accoutrements and or holes. Or your asshole plowed. I was going to say, or holes and various other parts. Ear holes. Played with Nose in holes. some fashion. <laughs> then, <laughs> if you're just going for <laughs> biological base need, then fuck it. Use the app. But isn't that also going to like a bar, though? Like, if you're looking to just rail some Bar chicks, costs money. Bar means you have to dress up. But bar doesn't means it, you have to talk to people. Dating apps cost money, too, Thomas. If you want to see who is interested, yes, but they're free otherwise. Hmm. And that's the thing. It's ease, Mike. The The devil in, is enticing to us because he gives you what you theoretically want and makes it easy. Yeah. That's what dating apps are. It's what you want, isn't it? Look how easy this is. And then you start swiping and then you fall into sloth and, and lust and various other gluttony as you're eating Doritos. And not to get religious, but like that's the metaphor of evil. Well, the only versus working hard for something, achieving something, and having that what you've worked for and 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 established and built means something. But that's harder. That takes time. And in today's society, we don't give a shit about that. So you would the real answer is you need to eradicate time. That's exactly. I need, and I need then to we go, can start this whole go conversation. Back, and you go back to. Or I could just, you know, wait until tomorrow. Time doesn't matter. I can wait till tomorrow <laughs> and meet that uh, Cardinals cheerleader uh, from my Valley Total Fitness sure. Day. Yeah, but that, that could happen tomorrow if 
because time is relative and it doesn't matter. You can tell yourself that. Yeah. So tomorrow. <laughs> you're going to go back in time. Uh, no. Oh, sorry. Right. The illusion. Yeah. You'll be you're there. You're so stuck in your ways, Thomas. You must I expand am. your mind. I need to do more shrooms, I guess. You could, my time machine's always available for you guys. That's just a creepy dungeon yeah. with some sex drugs. You go, come on into my time machine. A bunch <laughs> of fucking whips and chains and, and murder tools. And various medieval other cages. In yeah. order for the machine to work, you must stick this up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason why I bring up dating stuff is because my phone pushes me into these a dating apps on a daily basis. Okay. And I think it's because it knows, obviously, I'm single somehow. All the porn searches. Who knows <laughs> what triggers. This is, this is how the internet knows, Mike. Porn searches, Wendy's gift receipts and Simmer transactions. Down. Hold on. Simmer and not down. a single bit of interior decorating websites or purchases at Bed Bath & Beyond. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's it's almost like it's shaming me because every every is. app that pops up or every promo for these dating apps that pop up, you know, find love today, Michael. And then the next one, <laughs> find that special one, Michael. And then the next one, find true happiness, Michael. And then the next one, you even going to try, Michael? No, and then something happened this past week where it shifted to gay apps. It, it's almost as oh, if really? the algorithms were like, well, none of this is working. So let's try a new exactly. strategy. So there's two things. A, exactly that. Zero clicks on this. Let's throw him in the other demographics. Yeah, maybe, we we, maybe we got it all wrong. Maybe he's looking for a down low brother. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably because we know that the devices are listening to us. It's probably pulling from all the Rain Man conversations. Jesus. And thinks, you know what? These guys are, these guys these are clearly totally gay. gay. They're totally gay. We're talking about <laughs> blowing dudes. Totally gay. You know, sex dungeons and stuff. Let's just let's just send them some other. All these AI algorithms are not smart enough yet to decipher between real talk and satire. Yet, so they just see everything as gay talk. Oh, these right. guys totally love the dick. Right, computing, computing. These guys love cock. <laughs> Grinder to your phone. Yeah, how it works. <laughs> Science. That's what society, like we said. Human society peaked because rather than use that information to like find criminals no, or, come on. you know, learn about what society really wants and what matters and the real issues on the average person and how to fix those things and make those hot button issues. It's no, let's push dick sucking apps. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Remind the that's what we did. Of society. That's what we did with our with our godlike technological abilities. That's what we did with it. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Uh, let's get into news. Uh, Thomas, I'm going to have you do this for us tonight. Okay. If you don't mind, if you can it's fine. snap to it, that'd be very I am ready appreciated. All right. Well, then let me just pull up the music here, and then we will start. It's a very fine oil machine here. <laughs> Friends would walk. Listen, I will never feel guilty about things that go wrong on our shows. Any longer after watching the Star Trek Day event live on Paramount Plus, it, it was the worst run event I've ever seen in my life. F filled with tech issues, Zoom calls that couldn't even get the audio to work. Um, people were not reading teleprompters or reading teleprompters the anchorman style, and they were saying things that weren't 
supposed to be said yet. They were cueing things that weren't supposed to be cued yet. It was the worst <laughs> event I've ever watched. And this is supposed to be professional. So listen, I will never feel guilty about any of our fuck-ups on this network ever again. There you go. If CBS can't do it right, then fuck them. Then Rain Man Digital can't either. And it's okay. And... Baltimore County woman is brought back to life after a medical miracle. A Baltimore County woman is calling it a medical miracle after being brought back to life. July 2nd wasn't an ordinary day on the golf course for Kathy Patton. She got the call. Her daughter was in labor. Before meeting her newborn granddaughter, Patton had a heart attack. Moments later, she was gone. Quote, I'm so grateful God gave me a second chance, she said. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be the best person I can be. No heart rate, pulse, or oxygen, clinically dead for 45 minutes while her daughter had trouble of her own. Baby Alora was stuck in her birth canal, uh, which caused Stacy, the mom, to need an emergency C-section. Intense CP. I feel like the story's kind of all over the fucking place as to who's really in the medical issue right here, but whatever. Uh, intense CPR just rooms away brought the first miracle. Uh, it's very scary. Coming back is a second chance of life, said Patton. And then the second successful delivery miracle. It was just faith that my mom was supposed to be here, and it was ultimately because Alora that because of Alora that my mom is here and happened to be at the right place at the right time. Uh, I don't say you're welcome. I say thank you, says uh, Dov Frankel, GBMCED physician. You taught us what it means to live. You taught us what it means not to give up. Whether it be modern medicine or a higher power, there's something guiding this family for higher ground, says this CBS local article. I'm going to bring up a couple of issues. I don't really feel like it's a medical miracle, the basic level of CPR, personally. Like a medical miracle is like they're dead on the table and you Act take of some- God. Like a bolt of lightning strikes the defibrillator and that gave just enough volts mm-hmm. to shock your system. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Or I don't a, know the or intricacies a monkey of performs it. CPR. Or like like there's this bit, there's this joke in Scrubs where Todd, who always high-fived people, has this dead guy. He's like, they lost him. He's like, hold up his hand. And he high-fives his hand and then it causes his heart to start again and saves the man's uh-huh. life. Funny. Medical miracle, maybe. Also fictional. But this is CPR simply. And another thing, for 45 minutes, I'm pretty sure there's a Reno 911 joke about how they kept performing CPR for far longer after being declared legally dead. And that's why the character, when they came back, was completely batshit insane. Yeah, no, you you have a point. So there I got because, a lot of questions. Because yeah, if you do this for that amount of time, I think the key is maintaining some sort of blood flow or oxygen towards your brain. But, but, but wouldn't that be the the story that we should be talking about? Like it just says she was golfing, had a heart attack, baby stuck, CPR miracle. Okay, I guess that's journalism today a couple of random fucking sentences without any like this is a story if there was no a child would tell when you asked what happened at school today mrs o'malloran had a heart attack and then she had a baby she's alive now okay i feel like we're missing a fuckload of context kid 
listen, if there was no construct of time, then she would be alive because her life expands further than what time measured. Okay. So that being said, get rid of time and we don't even have to worry about this woman being brought back to life. Okay. Well then fuck it. She never died. Mm. I'm done with that story. Or <laughs> she may die tomorrow. Or was yesterday tomorrow. Or she died yesterday. So I mean it's, listen, it's all about how you it's all about perspective. perspective. There we yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. All right, what See, else I do we have in the news? Time, I went future in time to knew what you were gonna say there. Yeah. <laughs> you just no, you just yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's not get into that. It's too much. Too much. All right. Strip talk, where the workers are VIPs. Oh, hey. Strippers share the hazards and joys of their work on social media. Uh, Jesus, a name I cannot say. You want to try that one? I don't have it in front of me. I can't pronounce this name. T- it's okay. Tara What's new? Yaya? Tara Yaya Dubanin, 29, started her stripping career in Los Angeles with the encouragement of some friends. In L.A., everyone is a stripper. Your local nurse is a stripper. Teacher is a stripper. Babysitter is a stripper. Your dog walker is a stripper, she says. I was tired of skipping meals. And they complain about the way of life. America, right there. My God. Now, over two years and 400,000 followers later, Miss Dubenin, who goes by Picasso Bay on her social media, thinks of herself as TikTok's stripper girlfriend. (sighs) Quote, you can just run to me in the dressing room whenever you're having a rough night and just vent, she said. I'm like your coworker or work wife. Miss Dubenin is part of a growing community of strippers on TikTok who post under the hashtag strip talk. Isn't that just OnlyFans? I mean, if you're a stripper on a digital format, don't you then become uh, just an OnlyFans whore? I mean, come on, let's be real about it. Yes, you're stripping in the real life, but then you're promoting it on TikTok, which makes you kind of like an OnlyFans girl. So what are you? Are you asking like for like I'm just tired. I'm tired of this. Like th- th- there were these girls at the gym who were attractive and they were talking about their OnlyFans accounts. This is becoming and I'm going to call it an epidemic. It's becoming a th- it's too much. I think it's, it's because of society, much. dude. Yes, and people have found that they jobs can, don't pay. I can't afford a house. What is this doing to the the women of tomorrow though? Making like, them sexually it, in liberated in the way of intelligence. Because people may not think they need education to get a job, which you don't nowadays, but you do need to be educated to understand the way of the world. Now, if you decide not to go to college and you read everything you should be reading, then that might be different. But listen, if if these OnlyFans girls and strippers are doing the old school thing, like, hey, you know what? I'm stripping, showing my boobs or my vagina on OnlyFans because I want to be a lawyer. I, that old thing, that old gag, you know, mm-hmm. I would actually be okay. I, If you have a goal in mind, let's say you want to open up a business. Let's say you want to buy a business and that's your only way to get there. Okay, I can get behind that. But if you're a, a life, a lifer, come on, enough with it. Only fans. How about we open only smarts? But let's get, let's only smarts. No one's needs paying to be a for thing. that. Uh, listen, there, to me, listen, only smarts. Write me an essay. Oh, that's so hot. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, 
thousand words. Enough with you showing me your vagina. I've seen it. I mean, you've seen one vagina. You've seen them all. Maybe that's my forty-year-old man it's talking. A little bit. It's a little it's like, bit. Listen, I, it's all the same. It's a but little bit. People's brains are not the same. You know what it is. Write you know what it essay. really is, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Write me an essay, girl. People, <laughs> and then do sexual things while you're writing an essay, and then I'll grade the essay. Like that Billy Madison <laughs> yeah. bit where the strippers. Has- yes. Or Van Wilder. They strip as the I know what tutor. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So strip talk. Write is- me an essay on the theory of everything. <laughs> I will I will give you, was it tokens, Tony? Is it tokens you give OnlyFans people? I'm asking Tony because mm-hmm. he's the single man in here besides me. I don't know. I've never done actually the tokens of OnlyFans. Listen, I'll give Ask you a Bob. token. If you write me a 500 word essay on the theory of everything, I will give you a thousand tokens. <laughs> yeah, they'll just not respond. Only to you. Is, that, is that like Bitcoin or something like that? You know, no crypto. <laughs> if someone asked me that, like, what's an essay? Is that like crypto? I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is that a relative? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Instead of gathering around a water cooler, they have built an online network to exchange professional advice, safety tips, and good old-fashioned strip club gossip. Ms. Dubenin, I like how they keep saying Ms. Dubenin. Like, they're trying to be respectful. Yeah, come on. Just go with last name. Miss Titties. Okay. <laughs> Recently made a viral TikTok advising oh, dancers viral. on how to strip. Listen, that's not something to celebrate any longer, Thomas and Tony. Viral, you show is your boobs. Bad word? You show your boobs and you go viral. It's not hard. This isn't the fucking nineties. It's not hard to go viral. Whip your penis out or your boobs, and guess what? Viral video time. So is that what we need to do? But if this was the world of Michael's, you know, viral video would mean an essay on the theory of everything. That would go viral in my world. In your world. Big titties and essays. I can't you know say that's I gonna, hate that idea. That's gonna be my you know, I'm gonna open up a college bar. And it's going to be called Titties and Essays. <laughs> Stri- stripping tutors. C- come learn and uh, see some boobs. There you go. Or just come. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, okay. So let's see here. Uh, mm-hmm. Advising dancers on how to strip while menstruating. She offers punchy oh, yet practical on. insights like double up on panties. Just don't. The video had almost half a million views, and the comment section was a chorus of women doling out female hygiene tips. The comment set quote, the comment section was flooded with women giving additional advice on what worked for them when they strip or not. It was awesome. She believes that many of her female followers who watch her TikTok do not aspire to be strippers, but instead are simply women inspired by her charisma and poise. And money. And money. I've had people message to tell me that they have this newfound confidence, uh, whether they want to strip or in their current job or life goals they set from them set for themselves, all because of the way I speak about my own life experiences through stripping. I'm interested to hear, like society. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but society's had taken such a radical shift in about the last hundred years, two hundred years, maybe, where it used to be like societal women. And and how to find charisma and poise was this thing you went to a special school for? And I'm not saying that wasn't that was right or wasn't sexist as fuck, but I find it interesting that that was what was before, and now it's stripping advice. Yeah, well, that that's where anti intellectualism is a thing. 
It's yeah. infesting everything. And I know there's going to be guys that send me messages, probably Steve, be like, you know, be, quit being a prude, man. You just are jealous. I'm like, no. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely jealous. Oh, when it comes to their money? The whole TikTok or TikTok. But Steve has said stuff. Only fans. Steve has said stuff. Or was, maybe it was Ryan that said something. Oh, you just don't like him because you can't fuck him. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not a douche like that. That's not, that's not a thing for me. I don't feel the need that I should fuck every girl. And if she's so hot and she's unattainable, I'm going to hate on her. That has, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's that has pretty nothing, fedora that has tipping. Yeah, that's not really a shit. thing for me. I just feel like we have just so slipped into just. You do you so you feel more like you don't like what it says about society as a whole. I'll be honest, like I don't like the women that are my options currently. <laughs> I'll I'll be completely honest. Like my like they're uneducated. Mm-hmm. They're all OnlyFans chicks. A lot of the ones who that are attractive, as you know, Exhibit A, they dropped on us about the gym. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but a lot. It seems like if you're hot or attractive, guess what you're going to be doing? OnlyFans. But that's the thing is like, dude. I can understand it because essentially you're leaving money on the table if you don't at least try. Yeah, but I don't want that in my life. I don't want that. I just don't. Yeah. Why, why would I want that? Hey, honey, I'll be done in about an hour. I'm going to show my vagina to some loser. See, but that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either, but I just don't want that in my life. It, it feels okay. it feels dark. It just feels dark. Is so, that honey, what did you? Because so, of what did you? It's not society. I'm not a prude. But no, it just, no, no. From like the years of it always being tied to. No, I just a feel like life. You don't feel like that's dark. Like, hey, honey, let's have dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm so. What did you do today? Oh, well, I sat on a balloon uh, today and let it pop because uh, some guy got off on that. That's a fetish. He likes to see me sit on balloons and they blow up. And I have to make an oh my face. What happened? It's just. Do you really want to go down that rabbit hole of darkness? Like, so what did you do today? Oh, I had to jerk it really hard and beat my twat to get this guy off. <laughs> Is that really what you want in your life? It really doesn't bother me. It's hard to, to you, say. You want that to be a day-to-day conversation. It's more that I don't care if it's a day-to-day conversation. I, I, just, because, I just don't want it. Most most of the time, you don't really care what the are, other are person Are you thinking like a young man, how it'd be hot to you to hear these things? Or are you thinking like... Yeah, I just no, not. Uh, yeah, I it just, really just I doesn't want it me that way. It, it doesn't bother me. I don't want it to make it sound like it bothers me because I don't judge people, but I don't want that in my life either. And I can respect that. I can understand that. I just feel like a lot of porn, whether it be mainstream or only, oh, fans, it's very dark. It there's leads a very to a very dark. dark un- there's an underbelly there to is. it, there and, is. and it's only a matter of time before a lot of this OnlyFans stuff starts to surface. It's hmm. too new for it to surface yet. We hear the horror stories of Pornhub and how child pornography and rape pornography has found its way on their platform. And it's only a matter of time before we start hearing the stories and the horror stories of OnlyFans. It's just too new. And we also don't know what this is going to do to people uh, psychologically in the next 10, 15, 20 years. That's another conversation. Yeah. So, anyways, way to kill a boner for all those guys out there. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Well, if you want a different story, daughter gives presentation to explain to her parents. Why she became a stripper. Oh, yeah. All right. Now I can get into that. (laughs) Now we're talking. All right. A daughter gave a PowerPoint. If she puts together a, that's almost like an essay. That's almost like an essay. There you go, Mike. She's doing what you were wanting. She She has potential. potential. There There is hope. She gave a PowerPoint presentation to explain to her parents why she became a stripper. And people are amazed that they took it so well. 
TikToks. Well, they're being videotaped too. I mean, yeah. TikTok star makes me sick. Lexi recently took up the unorthodox profession and wanted to share the news with her parents. And the sweet moment, ew, was captured on film by her sister who uploaded it to her TikTok account. Her sister. In the clip, Lexi can be seen hosting a presentation for her her bemused parents, which starts by saying she's a secret to share before the big reveal on slide three. Uh, Uploaded on August 30th, the video has received over 5.4 million hits in just a matter of weeks, and many people were amazed at how well her parents took the news and praise them for not interrupting. Yeah, that this feels staged. I'll tell you right fucking now, this feels staged as hell. Their, their mom would have lost her shit. Dad would have said, there's no fucking way. Get out of my house. Like, I don't know. Maybe my personal life is is. Are you Are in. you stripping? But I feel like that would be far more of an angry, controlling parent situation See, you're thinking uh, what would happen in your household like if, if you were to put because i actually think this might be a good idea for you mm. to finally come out of the closet to your family you know put a a slideshow a presentation a powerpoint presentation together and uh, explain to them your sexuality choices and maybe it'll go over well you should you should mm. use this as inspiration to finally be honest with your family. What do you think about that? Do you think? I think that will not go well. <laughs> you in, don't want in any. You don't want to put together a slideshow. I don't want to put together PowerPoint. Slide. I also presentation. don't know what photos I would use for that. I don't think that's a good. I rabbit think hole the to go one down. with uh, where Randy is fucking you, <laughs> pegging you. I think that might be a good There's starting a photo of that. Is that's, there? That's a good starting point. <laughs> put that in the slideshow. Import picture. Import. <laughs> Some sort of diagram, you know, like uh, break. See, the uh, way it works is the dick, right? And that's going to go like a John Madden. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, mom and dad, holes are all the same. Holes are genderless. (laughs) And whether I like to put my hole in a male hole. Wait, put your hole in a hole? A male hole. Oh, I'm sorry. That's scissoring scissoring. Here are the different holes that are available. This is what happens with a normal Caucasian. This is something that happens. Why is it because I'm white? Yeah. This is something with a with an African American. If you were, if you were to do, oh my god, wow! <laughs> oh my god, you're fading. <laughs> Hello, if you were, sorry, people out there, my <laughs> mic setup is awful. It's only during Rain Man for some reason. Apparently, but anyways, yeah, like your dad. If you go by what I was saying, your dad's gonna be like, wait a second, you're you're into whole play, like hole on hole. Sexual relations. Yeah, we just rub our holes together. It's a thing. <laughs> Try to cause friction or fusion. Oh, ew. <laughs> Ow. All right. So in the video, Lexi said, quote, before you start worrying or getting excited, this secret pertains to my life. It doesn't affect anyone. The only reason I'm sharing it is because I want the people I love and trust the most to know what's going on in my life and be a part of it. What this secret does mean is... I'm talented, I'm cool, I'm powerful. What this secret does not mean, I'm pregnant or in danger. Drum roll, I'm a stripper, as in I pole dance at a strip club and I love it. After the big reveal, Lexi showed another slide that was full of common questions and she went through them one by one. I'm just going to do it for you. Yeah? I I just, I'm going to do it like James Bond style or Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible style and I'm just going to slip an envelope. With like cut out letters from newspapers. No, no, I'm not going to serial killer this. I'm just going <laughs> to slip a, an envelope with my handwriting. It's fine. 
Yeah, they don't know it. And I'm going to slip it under their door. Hmm. I'm like, bisexual. And I'm going to run away. <laughs> Is it a whispered letter? <laughs> it's a tele. It's a, it's a musical gram. <laughs> It's one, it's one of those cards that you record the like, message. Bum, yeah, bum 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 bum. Thomas is bisexual. It'll be a, one of those musical grams. Oh, uh, one of those musical yeah. uh, greeting cards that once yeah. you open it, once you open it, has a record <laughs> pressed here to record a message. Thomas likes it in his butthole sometimes. Bum 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 bum. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and then I run off like Ethan Hunt. Merry Christmas. That part was nice. All right, we need to go. Bye. <laughs> oh, post show coming just up. Like Ethan Hawk disappears <laughs> the Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. Oh shit. <laughs> you done fucked up now. <laughs> you done put two of America's most one in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and motherfucking condoms. They ain't have one on the side. Hey, ladies and gents, you know what that time is now. It's time for the Green Man Post Show. And it is your host, Gangmaster, Gangbanger. Oh. Or whatever. Jesus. Very different things. <laughs> yeah. And approaching uh, yours truly, Tony Sabal. I can't can't uh, can't finish that off that way. But I will introduce <laughs> to stage one, the one and only, our favorite stripper, Thomas Cowley. How are you, Thomas? Uh, a little, a little depressed now. Not a gonna lie. Depressed? You know, I I enjoyed our conversation tonight. Uh, it got dark a lot in various ways. Really? Yeah. Did it get dark? Yeah, it did. I think we could learn a little bit of something like that. You know, like uh, knowing is half the battle. You know, like uh, how to break shocking news to your loved ones. See, the thing is with that story, because we didn't get into it, it continued on a little bit. It says, after going through the frequently asked questions, Lexi then opened up the floor and her mom, who is a devout Christian, chimes in saying, quote, I really appreciate you for being forthright and sharing your life with us. And I'm glad you feel powerful. See, that's a high. I feel like that is a hot load of processed fake as fuck shit. No, that's a hallmark moment. That's a fucking hallmark. That's a moment. hallmark when your moment, mom my agrees friend. is okay that with is, you being a stripper as a card. That is how most hallmark holiday movies end. You know, like uh, in the end, you know, at the end of the movie, she's covered in glitter and sweat. Yeah. And she's like, I just want you to be proud of me. And then her mom's like, I always was. And then they hug. I've been and then just, it plays like a mid two thousands generic rock song. I, I've been taking smack for the last couple of years. Now that's the other sister who like looked all good on the surface, but has really had a crippling opiate addiction. Just to keep it level, kind of thing. I can write this movie. Mike and I can knock this out in an evening. And the next thing you know, the theme of friends are in background, and everybody's all smiling. Yeah, like you know, there's a happy ending to yeah. it, and then you know, I don't know. Oh, we found the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just, it feels today's day and age. You have to be super fucking skeptical about just like 
goddamn everything, apparently. I, I feel I, like taking this at its at its word. Maybe I'm a cynic. Maybe I'm negative. But I feel like this is staged. Well, you know, that's a good at least segue because it's been a while since you've been with us. It, it has been. It's and been maybe two maybe, months since the last recording uh, or, as Mike will have us all believe, yesterday. <laughs> so, you know. Who fucking knows? You and and maybe this time away, or maybe out in like the Wickenburg, boonies, the, the boonies. boonies, yes, where it's really. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that out there in Wickenburg, they really become. Let's just say they're not they're not really Biden fans, are there? Oh no, there's literally a flag that uh, one dude has that uh has an expletive about the whole situation. (laughs) Yeah, of course. That's why I was like thinking being exposed Mm -hmm. to that far off of a mystical land, you know, like probably makes you a little bit more cynic or less cynic. No, I mean, the thing is I've never encountered anybody who was mean there. That's good. The people are nice enough. If people have their opinions on political matters, that's fine. They'll offer you apple pie. Nobody's been mean. Nobody's trying to like skin me alive. There hasn't been a Stepford wives moment that Uh creeped me out. I've been fine. You know, it's just more that I feel like I haven't had, I've like deliberately not exposed myself to a lot of the modern news garbage that is incredibly upsetting. But, but more, but more importantly, and this is just to get people caught up right now, you know, you've been out there for a specific reason. You are still in the market for a house. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in that house hunt that, that miserable, miserable experience of you know fighting tooth and nail with people who are better equipped with more money and time than you but it hasn't and and we discussed this a little earlier but it hasn't gotten to the point where your original plans are being changed no we're sticking to our guns with what we're after and what are keeping ourselves within our budget of comfortable living and things like that but the problem with that is simply that it narrows our our acceptable range as to what we want down so much that with the inventory so low we're you know if we don't see something for a week good ch- there's a 50 50 chance if anything will show up the following week and i, under- I talked to my so for numbers perspective i talked to my realtor what low inventory meant exactly what average amount of homes on the market versus where we're at right now mm-hmm. without getting too complicated into the numbers we're essentially at one eighth of the amount of homes on the market to for the amount of people looking compared to what would be like considered average or a normal steady rate. And we're sticking to just single family homes, not condos, not apartments, right? Actual homes. Yeah. That's well, no, I mean across the board. Oh, okay. That, that number is from anything from a trailer home that costs, you know, $12,000 and a $18 million mega mansion the amount of homes on the market, there's only about one eighth as many as there should be. Mm. And for the market that we're looking at, which is single family within our price range, it's about half of that. Half. So one sixteenth. <laughs> so I, I don't, super fun. I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not, well, let me, let me, let me explain it this, this way. You I will know, not I'm, live in your basement. No, I, I'm fortunate enough to, you know, like be on the other side of that, mm-hmm. of that rainbow, if you want to call it. A rainbow. It's more like a hurricane of pain. Yeah. Is the way I look at so it. So in other words, you're like, you're like, 
Like, you're yeah, it's just, raining and there's wind and maybe technically there's looking, a rainbow you're somewhere. You're looking at, but, the, at the, you're in the middle of the hurricane now and I'm like barely like I'm in the part where like, uh, oh my God, thank God it passed by. That sort of Yeah, thing. you're watching from a distance. Like if this was the day after tomorrow kind of movie, yeah. you see it like devastating the building that we were just in. Uh-huh. And we're just like holding on to like rebar and, and like a radiator and just hoping to God that it will get through it. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at. You know, I'm. You know, the last last month or so, I've been watching a lot of, you know, I've been, I find myself watching a lot more financial videos. Same, dude. Yeah. You Same. Because I uh, need to not be stuck in this shit. And, and they, they talk about, well, you know, originally, and I know this is a, probably another topic that sort of like rubs you the wrong way. I've watched a lot of crypt, uh, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. videos. But yeah. I'm now starting to look at, okay, like the basic stock market and real estate. Yeah. You know, they talk about real estate. You know, I was watching a, a video for uh, before we started recording today where uh, the guy basically led off by saying, we're, we're at $300 trillion of debt and it's never going to be paid off. I'm yeah. like going, part of me was like going, oh, that sucks. And part of me was like going, so what else is new? Yeah, it's been, I've heard that forever. Yeah, but... We, over time, I've started to understand or trying to at least get a grasp of the housing market, especially here where in this uh, beautiful state where we live in, you and I, you know, and, and they and talk how about truly fucked it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you say that, you know, low in inventory and then, you know, like at the same time, they, they talk, they talk about, you know, like uh, these new communities going as far off as Florence or as far they, off as the, they just keep building farther and farther, yeah, farther out but that away doesn't work from everything you I was going to mention that there is this planned project or maybe you know like even further there was a rumor and you gotta I get to that mic Tony you're backing so far <laughs> yeah well there was a story about Bill Gates yeah basically putting like the like millions or close to a billion dollars worth of development yeah. into a prop into a community that he would essentially build from the ground up. Build from the yeah. ground up. Yeah. In, like I think as far as Buckeye. Yeah, it's like out west. Yeah, or even farther than Yeah, it's it's farther. It's outside of Phoenix proper. That's why I was wondering, you know, like whether or not you and Randy have gotten to the point going no, back to no, what no. I say we like going, you know what? Maybe we ought to think about you know, staying in bumfuck for the no, rest of our lives. That's the thing is that we're fighting to get back to where our distance from everything in society is not super <laughs> Coming fucking back to bad. civilization. Yeah, and that's going to have its own, that has its own fucking challenges and price point, you know. But I don't want to be driving an hour one way to anything anymore. Or, that's fucked. Or they build better freeways. That's like 40 years out in the making, you know, for that to fucking happen. So I feel like my best option Forget is... Forget freeways. To, we need subways. That too. Just, or, or give us an underground freeway so we can bypass... trains. Hyperspeed it, train it, system. Stick it to the science fiction Star Star Trek. Yeah. Transporters. Yeah, why not? Until that happens, because that's all, like, long time out. I'm just... I feel like I'm going to have to either have sex with people to let me have a discount on the house or create an OnlyFans as a housing budget. How about OnlySmarts? No. That won't make enough money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I, I would pay. I'd be like, 
Thomas, make me an essay. I used to write essays for cash in college yeah. for other people. Maybe you could be the first. And then we can rub our ass. Male stripper. Yeah. <laughs> you can. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, did not see that one coming. Oh, Neither so did disgusting. I. No, did I want to see that coming, you know? Like, no, I was going to say you could. Well, if you're butt to butt, you wouldn't see any of the. You coming. could be, you know, like, because you're. <laughs> So talented with your essays, uh-huh. maybe you need to brush up on the stripping. <laughs> How is that related? You know, like that last person. Because you're so good at your essays, you need to get better. Look at that one. Cody's that logic. One person. This is know, why like, I said no to common sense. <laughs> the, the and press, maybe no to logic now, too. She went out of her way. Holy she went shit. out of her way to, to make a PowerPoint to, for her parents. Yes. To make a PowerPoint presentation to her parents. You know what? Honestly, well, Thomas I've been, I've been working with computers for a long time. Half of this planet still doesn't know how to do a fucking PowerPoint slide. True. Yeah. She did a pretty good job in presentation. Yeah. You know, got to give it to her. see how that's relevant. You know, you're smart. To make a PowerPoint. I'm still trying you're to smart. understand his you're line smart. of thing. You're smart. You, you could do an essay. Uh-huh. I say brush up on your stripping. Again, Maybe I'm not There following. is a market there. How did we get there? there? Is a market I'm not there. certain. That's the question. There is a market there. For what? I know. I just, you know, like I'm maybe for some extra money. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. That was that was your sign off. Yeah, Thomas is gonna strut over to stage two. Hold on, hold on. Meanwhile, my shift goes. Is my shift is over? Can you imagine if Tony was actually a stripper DJ? All right, so come to the stage. Hold on, I gotta do this. Hold on. My shift is over. Here comes Mike. <laughs> it's like the hardest I've ever laughed on this fucking shit. I swear. I swear. <laughs> if I could do this right. I don't. Maybe, maybe the time has passed. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm fucking crying, dude. You need to play. You need to play. <laughs> All right, so all right, coming to the stage. It's uh, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, um, she's uh, Israel. I mean, it's uh, go to stage, it's Samantha. Oh God, can't fucking breathe. I mean, look how you. Yeah, during her dance. Well, anyway, that's the Rainman Post show. <laughs> We're out of here. Holy shit! <laughs> Gal Gadot is, is 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 Israel. <laughs>